Welcome to the Refresh from Insider presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Friday, July 22nd, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news, all day, every weekday. Here's the latest. Last night's January 6th committee hearing made the case that Donald Trump purposefully refused for more than three hours to ask Capitol rioters to stop. During that time, evidence showed that advisors and Fox News hosts begged Trump to calm the situation, that staff members began resigning, and that Mike Pence's security detail at the Capitol feared for their lives. Committee member Adam Kinzinger, Republican of Illinois, said Trump's motivation seems clear. The mob was accomplishing President Trump's purpose, so of course he didn't intervene. One of the most revealing moments from last night's January 6th committee hearing was this never-before-heard video, outtakes of Donald Trump recording a speech the evening of January 7th. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. This was a day after the violent Capitol attack. But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say... Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over, okay? Last night's January 6th committee hearing took a swipe at a fellow member of Congress. The panel showed a famous picture of Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley giving the crowd outside the Capitol a raised fist of support. Cut to security footage of Hawley sprinting away from the danger once the building had been breached. It had no audio, but here's the reaction inside the hearing room when the audience saw Hawley running. Former First Lady Melania Trump claims she was, quote, unaware of the January 6th riot as it was happening. That's what she told Fox News in an interview. She says at the time she was busy fulfilling her official duty as First Lady to archive the contents of the White House. Trump blamed her chief of staff, Stephanie Grisham, for not keeping her informed. But Grisham tweeted out a screenshot of a text exchange between her and the First Lady from January 6th. In it, Grisham asks Melania Trump if she'd like to condemn the violence, to which she responds, no. It's rare that just a couple of signatures could possibly ease a global food crisis, but that's what we hope just happened. Although still at war, Russia and Ukraine signed an agreement in Istanbul today to restart Ukrainian grain exports. That should unblock 20 million tons of grain that have been held hostage because of the fighting. Ukraine supplies food to much of the world, and the hope is that restarting shipments will bring down spiraling prices and ease shortages. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens, so check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, we'll talk monkeypox, what it is, and who is most at risk. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. 
a Hyundai subsidiary, has allegedly used child labor at a factory in Alabama. That's according to a new report from Reuters. The plant, which supplies parts for a Hyundai factory nearby, has employed workers as young as 12. Some of them even stopped going to school to work long hours at the plant. The company has denied the allegations, saying it's their temp agency's job to recruit and vet new employees. The BA5 variant is running rampant, monkeypox is spreading, and now there's polio. A person in New York has been diagnosed with polio, the first U.S. case in nearly a decade. The unvaccinated adult first started showing signs of weakness and paralysis a month ago. You shouldn't worry too much, though. People who are vaccinated are not at risk, but there is no cure for polio. That's the sound of Representative Lee Zeldin, who's also the Republican candidate for governor in New York, being attacked during a campaign event on Thursday. Spectrum News shared the video. Zeldin was giving a stump speech on the bed of a truck just outside Rochester when a man jumped on stage with a sharp weapon and dragged Zeldin to the ground. The man was eventually subdued and Zeldin was not injured. We've been trying to reach you concerning your car's extended warranty. That robocall sounds familiar, right? Well, now the FCC is cracking down on these auto warranty spam calls. The agency has identified the culprits behind more than 8 billion illegal messages since 2018 and will now require U.S. phone providers to block them. If you love space memorabilia and have a few million dollars lying around, Buzz Aldrin is auctioning off items from his career as an astronaut. The last surviving member of the Apollo 11 crew says it's time to part with his cherished articles. Sotheby's is holding the auction next Tuesday. And the pieces include the jacket he wore to the moon, which could go for $2 million, Aldrin's Presidential Medal of Freedom, and the pen he used to fix a broken switch on the Apollo 11, which allowed allow them to complete the mission back to Earth. Monkeypox is here. The first case popped up in May in Massachusetts. Fast forward a couple months, and now over 2,000 people have been infected in almost every state. That's according to the CDC. I have been recently um, confirmed to have monkeypox. So my name's Matt, I have monkeypox. This shit sucks and you don't want it. People have been coming forward on social media, talking about their diagnosis, like Dr. John on TikTok. Do you want to learn about monkeypox? Because I got it. And most of those people are gay men, even though health officials say monkeypox can affect everyone. I spoke with Michael Goff, the founder of Out Magazine and the current editor and owner of another LGBTQ news publication, Toll Road. He was diagnosed with monkeypox around the 4th of July weekend while in Provincetown. I had the flu that you've probably heard about with um, fever and aches and all that for two days. And then I had just a few of the pox on my chest. The pox he's referring to is sometimes called lesions or a rash. Basically, they're small bumps on the skin that look similar to pimples or blisters, but they can be extremely painful. Goff had a mild case of monkeypox, but others have gotten it much worse. Usually, people can see lesions in what Goff calls... Under the speedo area. That's around the genitals and even inside the anus. I've heard some of the most unbelievable descriptions. You know, people having trouble eliminating and bleeding and just really horrible, horrible stuff. 
And you have to quarantine until every lesion heals, which typically takes three weeks, but it can vary. Now, the virus spreads through skin-to-skin contact, but right now it's mainly spreading through sex. It's not easy to catch. But that could change. And critics say public health officials aren't doing enough to stop it. You see, people who are at higher risk, mostly men who have sex with other men, and more on that in a minute, need to get vaccinated. The vaccine is safe and FDA approved for treating smallpox and monkeypox. It's 85% effective for this, which we've all learned from COVID means you can still get it, it just won't be as bad. But for many, it's been extremely difficult to get the vaccine for a number of reasons. And you've heard them all before. Limited supply, failure to order enough when the outbreak first started, and now lots of demand. People have been waiting for hours for those rare appointments. And Goff doesn't know what to make of the healthcare system's response to the outbreak. I'm sort of shocked and surprised. I know plenty of people that work in public health, and they are sort of shocked and surprised. Everyone's very aware of what's happened in the past, in the near past and the the more distant past. There's another thing. Goff says health officials are sending the message that monkeypox can affect anyone. And it can, but it's not. Right now, the virus is disproportionately spreading among gay and bisexual men. They account for 96% of cases, according to the Washington Post. So Goff says the warning that anyone can get monkeypox might miss the people who need to hear it most. I don't know that you'd see other communities lining up to get vaccinated so readily. This is a community that's been saved by science before. That was during the AIDS crisis in the 80s. So Why are public officials still not targeting gay men with direct messaging? Well, in part, Goff says, because of stigma. They don't want to repeat the mistakes of the AIDS epidemic and stigmatize gay sex or have people think of monkeypox as a gay disease. We're not going to shame people and call them animals for being sexually active. It's a normal part of life. That's Dr. John again. He's known as That Gay Doctor on TikTok. He was diagnosed with monkeypox in June, and people flooded him with hateful comments, calling him a wild animal. There is not a single disease, infection, anything that stops outside your body and asks you your sexual orientation before it decides to infect you. That does not happen. Goff agrees and says there's no such thing as a gay disease. You catch this from a virus. Two men having sex does not create monkeypox. To be clear here, to stop the spread of monkeypox, Gov says health officials need to prioritize the health of the LGBTQ community first, while also managing the stigma. It's a tall order, and the window to get the right messaging out to the right people is closing. Goff is fully healed and out of isolation, so his main goal now is to do just that, especially warning young people about monkeypox. You don't want this. And I think we need to take it seriously and we need to do what we need to do, which is get vaccinated and cool your jets. You can check out Michael Goff's work on Toll Road. Be sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Rebecca Ibarra. And Dave Smith. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. Andy Bowers is the head of audio. And we had help this week from Alan Habercheck. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend.